Kia ora and welcome to this bonus episode of the Amateur Aus tonight. I'm Frances Duncan. I'm an author and the founder of the Jane Austen Society of New Zealand. My guest today is Nathaniel. Hi. So our special episode today, Nathaniel and I are going to discuss Lady Susan and Taylor Swift. We've just watched Love and Friendship. Nathaniel knows Taylor Swift very well. I vaguely know a couple of her songs. I know Lady Susan very well, and he and has vaguely <laughs> watched the movie. Yeah. So I think it's a good match. Can you tell us what your knowledge of Jane Austen is? My mother's a big Jane Austen fan. Pride and Prejudice, I think, was probably the first one I watched. And it's probably still one of my favourites, probably because it was the first one I saw. And we ended up naming our dog after Bingley. We've read, I think, Emma and Mansfield Park. Your knowledge of Taylor Swift? Pretty good. I'm a huge fan of her. I think she's a really good musician. So I was recording an episode with Pippa, and I'm not sure whether we actually recorded this or whether we talked about it separately. But we were trying to come up with Taylor Swift songs that we thought would work for Lady Susan. And we only came up with one, which was Blank Space. Yeah. And for me, it's because of the lyric, I'm a nightmare dressed like a daydream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would actually be very, very applicable to a character, actually. (laughs) You were taking notes during the movie. (laughs) What sort of ideas did you come up with? I was kind of unsure of how to do this. Um, so I just kind of wrote a few things about like who they are as like a person. So a few notes ahead for with Lady Susan was savage, immoral, jealous. <laughs> Finding the song for it, whether it would be like from the perspective of her or like a song talking about someone like her. Or like yeah. a song that she loved that was like her empowering song that she listened to. Yeah, exactly. Or like something that would make us kind of understand her a bit more because a lot of watching it I was like not sure how much I like her um (laughs) and I I fully don't think her character was made to be liked Taylor Swift's album reputation was kind of Mm. a bit about accepting people aren't gonna like you or like people don't like parts of you or like you're not a completely good person as Lady Susan isn't I was thinking that her theme song could potentially be something like uh, you need to calm down, but in a like, yeah. I'm right, you need to calm down kind Exactly. Of yeah, I think so. I was thinking about Wildest Dreams as well. It's almost the think of me fondly. Like she wants people to still have a good impression of her. The, you'll remember me standing in a nice dress staring at the sunset like here's this beautiful image that you'll have of me. And Lady Susan wants people to have a beautiful exactly. image of her. Yeah, which is probably, like, why I probably got um, reputationist vibes from it. Because it is all about her reputation. It's, like, who she wants people to think she is and, like, how she actually is. People need to love me. (laughs) I think Taylor talks about needing to be thought of as a good person, even if bad stuff does happen. Especially in her early music, she was kind of like, I need to be seen as a good person quite a big thing for her and I guess that's also quite applicable to Lady Susan as well because she did kind of she did some interesting stuff she was definitely want to be seen as good because Taylor Swift had that very good girl vibes when she was early especially when she was country before she went kind of more mainstream yeah I think it probably says something about how we always want women to be good girls 
and Lady Susan and Taylor Swift have both broken that mold. Like it's uh, kind of, no, I get to be who I want to be and I get to be in charge of my life, but they do it in yeah. completely different ways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they both kind of have that sort of arc of at the start want people to like you. She'll do stuff to make people like her and then slowly be more honest. <laughs> As more stuff happened with Lady Susan, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of confused with what was happening the whole time. But she did try to keep that, the image she wanted throughout the film. But I think she did kind of get to a point where, like, she did kind of know that people weren't a huge fan of her. Yeah, there's a great scene where she comes to pick up Frederica from Parklands and everyone turns around in shock and she says, what a lovely family scene. Yeah, (laughs) that was a good scene. And they're all going, what the hell is this bitch doing here? Yeah. (laughs) Frederica is 16 and Reginald's in his early 20s and they're like, that's fine. They can totally get married. Yeah. But now we're, but yeah, I see that look on your face. But. Lady Susan's in her mid-30s. Oh. So she's 12 years older than Reginald, so he's actually closer in age to her daughter. It does seem kind of strange, because isn't it, like, harder to get married for, like, women at our oldest? You want to marry a younger woman because she's more likely to be able to produce Baby, yes, children. Babies. Children. Yes. Yeah. So she's over the hill because she's 35. And she's only produced one child so far. Right. Oh, which actually leads into a Taylor Swift song. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about Over the Hill. Recent song she put out, Antihero, does touch on as women get to a certain age, they're kind of discarded as being relevant. I've only heard snippets of Antihero. It's quite a reason on. It's really depressing. Um, but great song. Something about <laughs> I'm the problem. Yeah. <laughs> and mostly I've seen people online going, no, no, I'm not the problem. You're the problem. <laughs> yeah. And I guess like her situation with needing to get married. So I see that you've got, I swear I don't love the drama. It loves me. I thought that was fitting for, um, I think it was Catherine. Was she, was she the one who was um, particularly drama spilling? Well, she very much didn't like Lady Susan. Maybe Reginald, actually, because... Oh, yeah. He really loved that Lady Susan was this big flirt and wanted to meet her, right? And he's like, she brings the drama, I want to see it. Right, yeah. That would be quite fitting with his character. <laughs> the, the relationship between Reginald and Catherine, because Catherine's his sister, so they were both in on the drama together. Lady Susan tried to stop Catherine marrying her husband. So That's, that's drama. <laughs> and Reginald knows about this, but he's completely been seduced by Lady Susan to forget that this happened. What is that? I know places. Is that a lyric? Who was Mannering with? So Mannering is married, but he cheats on his wife with Lady Susan. Right. What, what I kind of got from that is... I don't think Taylor was talking about cheating per se, but definitely keeping a relationship quiet, keeping it out of conversation. For actually, for for different reasons. Obviously, she's not cheating, but she didn't want her life to be in public scrutiny. Yeah, 
yeah, which definitely would be applicable for these, especially in this era. So the lyric is, I know places? It was kind of the idea of the song that connected it. It it was kind of... Oh, is that the title of the song? Yeah. I don't know that one. Yeah, 1989. It's kind of about hiding. We're trying to keep your relationship away from public. Hence, I know places we can hide. Um, She's kind of telling the person, we we can be in this relationship. I know how to do it. But still, there's going to be people saying horrible stuff about you did you have any thoughts about Frederica? any songs that might fit for her her character kind of i got an idea of like taylor's first three albums um they're really that sort of thing. yeah innocence sort of sort of thing what i kind of got from Frederica is she was kind of shy and not i think the idea of love was there but she definitely wasn't ready for it Oh, that is a great pills of reference right there, but kind of disconnected from. Um, <laughs> there's a folklore uh, love triangle of August, Cardigan, and Betty, which is kind of, well, a love triangle. And I kind of connected these songs to broad, you know, connection to what, what was happening with Reginald and Mannering and Alicia. Lady Susan. No, not Lady Susan, not Alicia. <laughs> what I kind of got from Reginald as he didn't know that the whole thing between Mannering and Lady Susan was happening. Taylor Swift talks about uh, from the perspective of the side person in August is kind of like a short sort of fling sort of thing. And I guess that could describe the relationship between Lady Susan and Mannering as the kind of side person. So what's Betty about? It's kind of about having been previously with someone, but having them, the cheater, looking back at a a relationship as, I'm sorry. It was kind of like a, a sort of apology experience, I guess. I mean, that's not something Lady Susan's ever going to do. Yeah, which is why I'm not sure it's it's probably her that's related to that song. Could it be kind of a regional bit looking back? Because the looking back on the relationship and feeling regret is probably something that Reginald feels about his relationship with Lady Susan. Yeah, I think so. He would definitely fit into what she's talking about. What's the cardigan about then? That's the person who is cheated on. That could be a Mrs. Mannering song. Yeah, I think I think it could be, actually. Yeah, I guess it is kind of a sort of song about not being needed anymore. And for like a short period of time, Cardigan, you said I was your favourite. It was kind of a short, oh. short-lived sort of trust sort of thing. That could be almost anyone who's been in a relationship with Lady Susan. I've yeah. used you, you're a bit worn now, I no longer need to wear you. Yeah, actually. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, definitely, because she did kind of tend to use a lot, like most <laughs> most people in, in her relationships, which she was aware of at, at the time. It was yeah. intentional. Yeah. And I think... The difference being that when a lot of people move on from a relationship, 
they're not thinking about the fact that they're leaving the other person behind kind of in their dust. Yeah. But Lady Susan is very aware that she's doing that. Yeah. She's casting them off. They've had their use. Yeah. So she's quite calculated. She knows that's going to happen. But the average person is unaware of their behavior when they do things like that. Yeah, which is interesting about her character because you don't usually see that in real life. It's not usually calculated. She's got really good self-knowledge, I think. Yeah, definitely. She's not fully accepting of her unbecoming traits, but she does know they're there. She defies social norms because she doesn't agree with the social norms. Yeah, definitely. Like the, but I'm always right. Which doesn't really work that well for her. (laughs) And that's our discussion of Lady Susan and Taylor Swift. Thank you for listening and we wish you happy reading. Just popping back in to let you guys know that we have merch now. I haven't actually got merch with my face on it. That seems a little weird to me, but if you really want it, let me know and I'll do that. There's merch of the Jane Austen Society of Aotearoa New Zealand's logo, uh, some Jane Austen merch, and some Pride and Prejudice heavily Pride-focused merch too. It's on Redbubble and the link is in the notes. Happy buying!